Welcome to the Tabor and Bethel podcast with your host, Michael Tucker. This is the place where we put the word of God in everyday conversation and build a community of strong believers. Now, let's jump into today's message. Hey guys, let's jump straight into today's message. Uh, This is a continuation from last week. We hope you enjoy it. Thanks. So if there's a law, if you willingly choose it, did we submit to the law or did we obey the law? Mm-mm, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like gray. Very gray. Under, you have to submit. Don't ask me. <laughs> so we submit. It's supposed to be you submit by free will. Correct. You choose to submit. Submission is a choice. Obedience is a duty. You obey. It's a duty. In a relationship sense. I'll take that. You'll take this one? No, I'll take that obey is a duty. Because if you choose to, if you choose to drive, for example, if you choose to drive your car, if you get a license, then you are choosing to accept the duty that's required when you're driving on the road. Because you got a license, you're driving a car, regardless of whether or not you expressly say that you're going to accept that duty. There's a duty. You have to obey the law when you're on the road. So I take that duty. (laughs) You have to obey (laughs) the (laughs) law. I'm with you now. I'm with you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. Okay, I'm sorry. So. (laughs) (laughs) Break it down for me, kindergarten style. That's fine. We can do this. If I am in a relationship, should I submit to you? First, it's to the women. Should you submit? And let me give you a scenario. You're married. That's you know. Let's leave it there. You married. Should you submit? Your husband is saved. Do you submit? Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. So. No, 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 no. <laughs> can I? Can I modify my definition of submission? No, I'm not allowed. Okay, that's fine. No, go, go. I think submission goes. Leah said something, and it triggered something. It's trust. It's me trusting your judgment above mine. I can go with that. So for me to submit to my husband and my husband submit to God, he is choosing that whatever God said is supposed to be done. That judgment, that decision is better than his. And whatever decision that I have or whatever I want to do, I'm trusting that his judgment in that particular situation or whatever it is is better than mine. So I'm going to go with it. So I think it's substituting the judgment or the decision of the other above yours. Okay. Everybody get there. Men, should your wife submit to you? Yes. 100%. 100%. Why are you clutching your pearls like that? <laughs> at the same time we got to give them we have to demonstrate and show them that there's reason for you to submit you know what i'm saying and and, and like I, I have to be a man worth you submitting to like we get married and, we, and you know okay by law or by order by order so do you have to show them something for them to submit to 
yeah. to build that trust, absolutely. To, to build, build that the trust, to, to you trust do. you do, you do. Because they can submit and not trust you. Yeah, like you, you said, I mean, you can be in the you can follow the right order or the right path, and it not be in your way. heart and still be going the wrong way because yeah. it's not in your heart. Like you can be obedient, you can submit, you can defer whatever you want to call it and it still not be in your heart and you don't trust where you're going and that makes it very challenging especially for women it's um i used to say something when i was dating because you know you 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 get compared to the the next swinging finger popping let me grab your soul cuz i can do everything by myself i don't need a man thing and it's and I used to say I don't have a problem submitting to the proper authority. Just because you're breath and bridges, just because we're married, doesn't mean you're following God and I'm gonna follow you. So ultimately, on an individual platform, I need to follow God anyway, first. first. And if I'm following God and he's following God, and God says, Okay, the God is gonna be together. You submit to him. He submitted to me. Cool. Even in dating, and like you said, even in the courtship, as you're going along this path in your relationship, you should be seeing signs that this is a person worth submitting to. They should be giving you examples to build that trust. And if but that trust it? isn't built, it's it's hard to submit. It's hard to t- as a woman, it's hard to turn over everything to a man. That is not following God. Like you're mm. like, okay, like you said that your your thought process has got to be on point. On point. It better than mine. And I'm like, okay, you you ain't see this. You ain't see this. Walking. But doesn't that go into hold being recognizing being equally yoked? Because if you trust in God and you've told God everything you wanted, then shouldn't you trust God to put a man in your life? That is of his own heart. Absolutely. Okay. But also, in submitting to your husband and submitting, and he's in submission to God, do y'all think that he's never going to mess up? Like, oh, no, he's the, no, no, but this is what I'm saying. No, 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 wait. But my thing is, so you could be in submission, and then he about to make a decision that seem a little off. So, as his help me, <laughs> can you not say, mm, yeah, you, no, you, should. Should. you should. You should. You better back on the right path. So if, right, but that doesn't mean that it's not. And I think that women struggle because they think that that means there's submission means shut up. Submission no. means don't say anything. And I think because people have tried to use that to browbeat women, don't. Don't say nothing. Don't whatever. You're supposed to just, you know, let him lead. And you don't. I think that women don't know when they can say something. So they're like, well, when do I submit? Because well, see, that, well, that's in too. your raising. Well, yeah, you're you right. She's right about that. She's right about that. that. That's in your home right life. That. You know, but a lot of people got to work uh-uh. on it. They trying to fix no. generational uh, curses. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, well, whatever generation they came from with that step foot wife attitude. Check, no. check this out. I, I love the question that you just asked. Because if you see a train wreck about to happen, it's if your you're obligation. Believer, even if you're not a believer, your obligation to life is to say, hey, Watch out. Don't go that way. Stop. Caution. Yield. You know what I'm saying? Warning. So that 
somebody well, doesn't get hurt. So in that mm-hmm. case, the submission work both ways. It's does. mutual so submission. Su- yeah, mutual. so is it a mutual submission? So are we also submitting? Is there a point in time that we submit to each other? I think Every day. that if Thanks. the word is used, the word submit is is in the definition. You have everybody has to submit to some degree. You have to be humble enough to listen to your woman. And if she said, you might not agree, your ultimate decision might not be, but you're going to have, otherwise, what is she there for? She has to be some sort of help. She has to see things that you can't see. She has to have your back while you have the front. And if you can't hear her, then her submission is useless because you're going to be looking this way and she can't tell you that something's coming back that way. Mm. So let's go back. Let's, Let's rewind just a little bit. So we courting, right? We're not married yet. We're courting. Shouldn't you be praying for your help me for my brothers, not not so much as my women? Shouldn't we be praying for our help me, like that help me? Absolutely, of course, yeah. I know. I I could I tell you hands down that's my experience. So so, what happens if you courting and you get the wrong puzzle piece? Move on. Walk away. I think he was asking this of the brethren. Like, (laughs) seriously, seriously, pray. You better pray. You better. Sometimes you know. Sometimes you know. Nah, bro, that's not the one. Sometimes you you be excited. Oh, I think I found the one, but I don't know if I want to pray about this one because he might. You know, I'm saying he might take this one away. (laughs) So I'm gonna just hold on to it a little while longer. But um, the moment you submit your will and you pray and you sincerely ask the Father about that, if it's not for you, it's gonna blow up real quick. But are, oh, you, I got a question. are you strong we, enough to let it go? Wait, wait, wait. It's, I mean, if you're strong enough to pray that prayer, it's going to happen whether you like it or not. Because you submitted, at that point, you submitted your will. So, Father, if it's not for me, take this thing away. At that point, it has nothing to do with what, what do I want it or not. If it's not for me, he's going to take it from me. Even if you didn't pray that prayer. <clears throat> I'm be he whispers. It'll be a song on the radio. I think he tells everybody what they don't have no business doing. Period. Before you pray that prayer, you yeah. probably were like, "Oh, wait a minute, that ain't right." No, but you no. know what? I really like her, or I really like him. I'm gonna go with it anyway. Like I think he tells us regardless. And sometimes we're Just not we're not signs. obedient to that. Sometimes we're not listening. Sometimes right. because we haven't you know submitted our will in that area. Right. And it's complete. When you talked about before about complete submission. And you were saying, I follow you blindly. Lord, your will be done. Whatever it is, I'm okay with it. Even yeah. if it don't feel good, I agree. I'm okay with it. But people don't submit in all areas. Right, I got like, this one. I submit. <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord, okay, that was great, but I'll take care of my finances. You don't worry about that. I got my own hustle. Or, you know what? <laughs> you know, it's true right. because you get, and it, it goes back to trust. And Lord, do I trust you completely? Completely, that your will being done for my life is what's best for me, even if it's not comfortable. So is it hard as women to submit to head of household? It can be made hard. It can be hard initially. I think, again, it's built on trust. And it can be made hard. Like you, you you can make it difficult. To submit again, if you're not lined up with what I know God's will is, or we're not on the same page as far as direction for the family, 
it can be challenging. It's necessary, but it can hurt. Yeah. Okay. I think, Don't go shopping this week. I think even if you are aligned and you are in the word and you get that person and, and I'm speaking from a personal level. If you've been by yourself a long time mm-hmm. and you have been doing things a certain way, as they say, setting your way, so to speak. Yeah. And then you know, like, yeah, I want to be married. Yeah, this is the person for me. And y'all are on that path. And somebody come leave something in your house and mess your stuff up. (laughs) It's the first time that they say, (laughs) you know what? I think you need to do it this way. Say what now? (laughs) Can you get your socks uh, and it's like, uh, but I've been doing it this way for 13 years. and it, But yeah, but this is a, and they try to take you into why. And even though I'm a rational minded adult, all I'm going to see is, I know he ain't trying to tell me what to do. <laughs> That's fair. Is that is that how y'all see it though? Like somebody's trying to tell you what to do? In my human mind. In my <laughs> spiritual mind. <laughs> See, see, when I go back to the Lord, he going to be like, now, Al, now you prayed for this. Now, gave you what you want. Now, you going to cut up? I could take it from you. Because sometimes it don't have to be it ain't for you. You might be cutting up, and he'll right. take it from you because you're going to mess it up. Right. You ain't ready. But you have to get into a prayerful space and ask the Lord to take that from you. That pride and that control and that needing to be right, those characteristics have to fall away in order for you to be submissive to someone else. And even being mutually submissive because, you know, your partners, where they're coming from, it it may have been a similar situation where they were used to having to take control and lead someone who may not have been as assertive as you might be. So it it may be a give and take, and you just have to find your way through it. It reminds me of my parents, who have been married for over 30-some-odd years. And when my dad retired, my dad worked, it was five girls in the house. And so everyone always asks him, exactly, how did you survive five teenage girls and your wife in the house at the same time? He was like, a lot of overtime. So... (laughs) (laughs) Somebody would get into an argument or a fight, and he was like, I got to go to work. I'm out. <laughs> I got to go to work. So, and that was great. And he was a foreman on his job. He was a manager and supervisor. And so when he retired, and, and my mother ran the house. She ran the schedule for all of us. She kept the bills paid. I mean, she managed the house. Daddy worked. Mama ran the house. It was her kingdom. So when Dad retired, and he came home, and he was like, yeah, we're going to go grocery shopping on, on Saturday. We don't do that. We don't do that here. And so he had to submit being boss man and come home and be like, okay, well, how have you been running the house for the last 30 years? I will submit to, okay, that worked. Because we didn't, we got everybody out. They didn't kill each other. The house still ran smooth. It was wonderful. Everybody was happy. So how do you do things? And then my mother had to submit. He's used to running stuff at his job. And she used to come home. She'd be like, you ain't the boss of me. Oh, Jesus. 
I want pork chops tonight. You ain't the boss of me. <laughs> I done made this roast. I'm making your pork chops on the side. But whatever. So it it It's all in how you raised. It is all in how you raised. <laughs> but who's the head of household? Whatever you put on the IRS form. Are we going are we going pre biblical or, or are we going, you know? Modern day, who's the head of household? I, yeah. I I am speaking for a married couple, just got married, young. Who is head of household? Head of household is a man. Or or the husband. Is it a partnership? No, no, no. Can we? I'm, I'm looking for it. Can we get benevolent? Yeah, we need a definition. <laughs> definition, y'all. We need a definition. Please. Is this a benevolent okay, dictatorship? Head of, so head of house. Hold on. I'm just asking who it is. We'll get to the definition. I say I go with the husband. Loyal. I don't know. I don't. I haven't been in that situation. I can't speculate on the head of household. Keith is. I would like any, the definition. Yeah, any individual in a relationship that resembles Adam. Mm, no. I mean, in in position, not in not in obedience, but mm. in position. You got to keep so, going. So wait a minute. So you mean the provider, the person, your wife make more money than you? She paying the bills. Your she wife, the one who cleared the Glock. Look, like, he can still we, be head of household, and you can't make more money. I'm, I'm just saying, saying. She said he said in the position of Adam. So what characteristics of Adam? But Adam wasn't providing nothing because it was already provided in the garden by the Lord. They was just yeah, walking it, around. It right, was it was given to him. Giving him the steward. Yeah, yeah. but so I'm just saying he, he, he was the steward. Nothing. He, he was a steward. So, he was a steward right. of it. He was responsible for that thing. So there when the thing go. blew up, the head, the the heavy part of the consequences fell on his head right. because except we he had to bear the children. There you go. Right. Right. Which. Hey, I'm sorry. He did that. <laughs> he said, hey, I went there. Yeah. But um, definitely the, the guy, the man, the man in that situation is head of household. He, he's, he's responsible and or, he, or he's accountable to the Lord in regards to anything that happens in that household, good or bad. Mm-hmm. Whether he did it or not, it happened on his watch. He's responsible for it, period. Does he do the structure in the house? Does he set the rules in the house? Is he the patriarch? I think we discussed the rules. I don't think that the Keith. Go ahead, sets Keith. The rules. Who sets the rules, Keith? I set the rules. Um, in 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 a in a partnership, so we do we discuss. It, well, I can speak of our relationship, and so we may, and we discuss, and we'll talk about what direction we want this to go. What, okay. What form do we want this to look like? And then, but ultimately, like we said, the final decision rests with one person. After we've come together, and we've mediated over this, and that seems to be, and that's how we try to operate in our lives. We do the same. Okay, so I'm not out here by myself. No, <laughs> no, because how it works is, you can tag on if you want. No, I'm just asking a question of the people who are. It. So even though. It's the same thing as a partnership in a business. You can't have 50-50. One, somebody has to make the final decision. Are there certain areas in which one has veto power in other situations where the other person does? Like, for example, oh, with your parents who are married 30 years and your mother did, you know, running errands with the kids, doing whatever. If there's a decision about how the schedule is going to go, et cetera, is that her veto power? 
or does it always have to go back to the person? Like, is it default to the man all the time or does it depend on how you guys decide to do it as a partnership? That's where submission comes in. If that man is in line with Jesus Christ, he is the head of household. Every decision that's made, he has the final say so. He can veto it all. But with that being said, if it's good, y'all win. If it's bad, it's on him. If it's a partnership, you're in a relationship, that's your wife. It is a partnership. But, but because part- of one bad decision, the many suffer. So you make a bad decision as head of household, we all suffer. Exactly. But that's where wisdom comes in at. And this is why I love how God operates. Because when he operates, it said the wisdom was there in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And every time he talked about wisdom, wisdom had female characteristics. Facts. She was there from the beginning. She is lovely. Wrap her around your neck like pearls. So when my wife and I, we get together... We can talk about every single thing, but the point men have to come to to, and realize is that your wife is definitely wise. Doesn't matter how you spin the dice, she's wise. So we talked about this earlier. If the car is about to go off the road and she can say, hey, let's not make that left, you would be smart enough to take that into consideration and not make the left. Because if you make the left, you ignore wisdom, which is your wife, And then you ignore God working through her to tell you not to make the left. Mm -hmm. So head of household, we set the rules. We're the patriarch. We set how the house goes. There's nothing wrong with a house manager, you know, in a sense. If the man says, hey, you know, this is the house. Correct. And the wife has it. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. One bank account. Nothing wrong with that. But when you get married, you could do your money however you want to. But when you're the head of household, you bear that burden. And not just that, you're the teacher of the house, too. So it even tells you in New Testament that the men are supposed to teach the children. I think that today's terms, we've lost head of household. We've lost men being men. We've lost men that, that don't even follow after God anymore. But yet we want somebody to submit to us when we've yet to pray. If you get your direction from God, then your house should be in order. Yeah, it shouldn't be necessarily be a challenge there because, like Correct. the scripture says, um, wives submit to husbands as they submit to God. To Correct. And so, if and so if that is the case, then you wouldn't have a husband necessarily telling you to do something crazy or so onerous. That, like I'm it. not doing that because it wouldn't come up. He would only do things or ask things that will benefit the household or that come from God. And so then you should not have a problem necessarily following that man because Correct. you understand, like I said, it's all based on trust, lack of fear, and I know that you're following Christ, and so I have no issue in following you. Okay. And then at the same time, knowing that Christ gave this woman to me, I also have to take into account the information that she says and what she says, and knowing and trusting her also in terms of how we're going to lead and what would be best, because as men, we can get caught up in our machismo and, like, this is what we're doing. Right. And then they'll come along like, eh. and that And that also goes back to your helpmate, your helpmeet. Because the Old Testament, it literally breaks that down to, like, as your, can't think of the right Hebrew word for it, but it actually goes to, you know, opposite of me, like my female counterpart. Mm-hmm. Or if you break that down a little bit more, the person that's designed for me. From me. 
correct. And the problem we have is that you may be a square looking for a circle. It ain't going to work. You got triangles looking for circles. It ain't going to work. Well, you can be an isosceles looking for a hexagon and it ain't going to work. The problem is we ain't got men humbling themselves to pray to God, hey, send me the one you want for me. And we were talking about that earlier. I think we mentioned it a while back. I was engaged before I was married. And I said, hey, God, if this ain't for me, burn it down, blow it up, don't want it. When I tell you if you pray that prayer, you better have your seatbelt on. Because it don't matter if you want it to happen or not. It's about to go down. Whole thing blew up probably like a week, two weeks. It was all over. So if you're going to pray it, if you really say that that will be done, right? Get ready for your purpose. And a lot of that is head of household, we ain't got a purpose. How are you going to take care of your household without a purpose? Why are you looking for somebody without a purpose? Because Eve didn't show up till Adam had a job. Mm-hmm. Adam had a job. This man was working. We got a lot of men that ain't working, don't hmm. know how to work, hmm. they scared of work, hmm. and they some lazy bums, jack wagons. Oh. Oh. Homeless bums. So the other part of that, but Eve, when she, when she was discovered, found Adam also in the garden. He had a job, but he was in God's presence. We preach, preach. He was in the presence of God. He was. He walked with God. He right? walked with God. And today we walk with God by reading the word and spending our time with God. And the flip side of that, a lot of men looking for a Proverbs 31 woman. Stop looking for a Proverbs 31 woman. Is that a woman at the well? Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Y'all, she don't mean that. No, nah, that ain't the woman at the well. That was a woman in Proverbs chapter 31 where it spoke of a woman who took care of her house. And if you read Proverbs 31 close enough, she took care of her house. She went out. She went to the market. She, she did came back. everything. She was resourceful. She was, oh, I could she pull the whole thing. She did woman. everything. She took you know care what, of the family. You know what I like about that? What? She went to the store and got flax, like flax seed. Mm-hmm. So flax seed, this is that resourcefulness. If you don't use the seed, you can make a garment from it because it turns like thread, right? And she also got wood, uh, wool. She know how to make clothes. But that flax in the flax seed, she was going to make soup. A lot of these women can't make soup. eggs. Can't boil water. And got the audacity to say, I'm a Proverbs 31 woman. Let me, let me tell you how you know you got a Proverbs 31 woman. She's not going to tell you she's a 31 woman. She's going to show you. Because she will show you. And you can look in Proverbs 31. She never says, I'm a 31 woman. No. That's like somebody saying, I'm grown. You probably not. If you got to <laughs> say that. This is, this is by your actions. Right? This ain't, this ain't lip service. Brothers, you can't be dating a woman and say, hey, do you know how to cook? And she say, no. It's one thing if she say no and she ain't trying to learn. It's another if she says no, but I will learn. What if she says I know how to order out? That's going to come down to if that's going to work for them too. Exactly. So if you can't cook and you just burn water and he happy with Mr. Childs, Mr. Childs it is if that's what worked for y'all. Mm-hmm. Hedda's household just says, I want to make sure my family's protected. That ain't just from earthly elements. That's from the devil, too. 
because a lot of marriages get broken up because we got cracks because we ain't plastering enough inside the house. Mm. So as men, our job, we got to keep it protected. And if you can keep it protected, submit to God, you don't really have to question if your wife will submit to you. It's not even something that see, it kind of it's kind of dumb because they're they want somebody to submit to them. But if you're following God and he actually gave you the guidelines. If she's a Christian, God, I hope so. You should be in line. And a lot of people, I think Fantasia said it like she said that she's the neck. Is that what she said? She, mm-hmm. she says she the neck, neck. Right. Let me tell you why I kind of don't really follow that. Because when you get married, you're one. And when Jesus died, he died for everybody. That's the remission of sins. You covered in his blood. He's God, when God looks at you, he sees Jesus, right? So when I see couples, I don't see them like, oh, there's the husband, there's a the wife, there's the children. It's a ladder. So imagine God looking straight down, and then he sees Jesus. He died for your sins. You covered in his blood. When he looks at you, he sees Jesus. So the way this head of household thing really goes, it's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, then it's man, then it's woman, then it's children. It's a vertical line. I look straight down. I see Jesus. If you are in line with Jesus, there is no question of the submission. There's no question if he will, if he won't, will he? If he's falling, he'll do it. Man, we really should not even have to second guess if our women will do X, Y, Z. If you are following God, those things come with it. When you got married, that's a blessing. A man finds a wife, finds a good thing. If you get married and that's a burden to you, you didn't find a good thing. She wasn't your good thing. She's somebody's good thing. Maybe. She just wasn't yours. Oh, okay. Not unless she just skipped a line. She wasn't ready. Or he wasn't ready. Oh, he was looking at the wrong thing. Oh, Lord. Sometimes you get distracted. Sometimes it's, you know, sometimes they go both ways. Like we 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 find ourselves in a lot of failed relationships because oftentimes one party or both parties aren't doing their due diligence. So that lets you know, keep praying, make it work, and you'll get there. That's our show, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Tabor and Bethel podcast. Be sure to visit us on Instagram at Tabor and Bethel and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And don't forget to give us a review. We will see you at the next episode.